Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email drjacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to USA Global TV and radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck, and I'm the president, founder, and chief listening officer here at our network. Our show today is presenting Pet Psychic Amina. And as you know, I love to present her, and I normally would be presenting her an hour later. But now this is the new time slot for this show. Please do mark your calendars. It is at 11, no, not 11 a.m. It's at noon Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. British Summer Time. And then please look up the other times because I don't know all of them. <laughs> but I try to do the best I can. And today on our show, we are going to be going over some animal facts that Pet Psychic Amina has accumulated throughout her career, and also some really relevant things that are going on today with feeding animals, etc. So if I now may have the honor, I present to you Pet Psychic Amina. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm presenting you an hour earlier. I love it. I know. We, we're going to have to give crowns. And then you know what we're going to learn? I'm going to go this way and hand you the crown, and you're going to pretend to have <laughs> Yes, so we're going to get really good at this. I do happen to have a ping pong paddle, so I can hand this to you instead. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. I got to go this way. There, there, there you go. There's my oh camera. There we go. There we go. Oh my goodness! Well, we're going to be better at animal facts, right? Abs, absolutely. I mean, there, there's the hope, right? Yeah. Now, I do want to clarify something because you are an expert on so many things and really you share a lot of insights about pet training but also so much more information so much more totally encompassing you are the literal one-stop shop when it comes to sustainability and coexistence so i would love for you to tell our audience why are you passionate about these topics when you could just be talking to us about what you've been doing your whole career with pet training and being a pet psychic, but yet you were passionate about these other areas. Tell us why, please. I think um, in all honesty, I am a fifth child of teachers. Both my parents were uh, teachers and coaches. Uh, my dad was the head of the athletics department. And if it had, as I always said, if it had a ball, <laughs> we played it or we tried it. Um, I'm sure we, we did a few things without those. But everything, my dad is the second oldest in a family of six brothers and one sister. So everything during the depression, he was growing up, you, you got to do because you, you were able to get one ball or um, get one old racket or one old baseball. That's what you did in those days. So I really think I'm a product of the parents I had. My mom was a public speaker. Of course, my dad was a coach and a teacher. He taught actually algebra. He taught math. It was his minor. 
and in college. So we we come from a family, all, all of my siblings, I have four, we all are public speakers in some form. Many of them are teachers. Um, one of them, we'll leave nameless, is very good at just bossing everybody around. And that's true about all of us, technically. <laughs> I was just gonna pin it on one, but that's not fair. So a lot of it's my upbringing. And then the rest of it is my desire to, it's not about me. People always say, well, what do you want to get out of it? I want everybody to walk away doing it better. What, doing what? Whatever that is. Do you want to be a better friend? Do you want to be a better coexister? Do you want to be a better teacher? Do you want to be a better mother? Do you want to be a better father? Do you want to be dot, dot, dot? I hope that I can share easy, easy ways, free to give people a chance to say, oh, I hadn't thought about it that way. I love looking outside the box and trying things that are different and new. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the cats, but right now they're having an argument. I <laughs> me. Did you hear them? Yes. Can we, can we zoom in on them? Can we? Well, they just we... ran off when I, <laughs> where I have my office um, is a very good, a giant space. And so uh, one of their bowls is here. And so uh, we have two, we have three cats, but uh, one, uh, Rennie, is very fluffy, but small. She's more hair than body. And then Jackson is the typical uh, cousin bully. So he's like, no, I want to smell you. I'm going to dunge it. And so that's Rennie going, oh, no, I will correct you. I don't care who's on camera. So she's the hisser. And he's the one, no, you know, bad, you know, pesty brother. But he's technically a cousin because one belongs to one daughter and one belongs to the other. So that was great sound effects. Honest. It was, it was not planned. I saw them on your Facebook group. Mm. It's your group, right? Yeah, my Facebook pages. I have a yeah, lot of pictures, and, and Rin is the gray, has a little bit of uh, white through here. She's just fluffy. I swear, if we if we shaved her down, she would be the equality of you as a you know you're you're not terribly big as a human. <laughs> I'm taller probably and fatter and all that. Yeah, so imagine you and then me and <laughs> just we're all shaved down for and now Jackson's uh, complaining because nobody will play with him uh, <laughs> I don't know if you heard the show. Jackson come on down <laughs> exactly and he is so and all our all our cats um all our pets we've had dogs and guinea pigs even and they're all rescues either a family couldn't keep them or they were strays um both Jackson and Rin came to us Rin specifically my daughter in college in Boston adopted her. And uh, for a college student, a lot of vet bills is not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. And Rin had a great deal of medical issues that she, she constantly needed to go to the doctor. And that was, that was eight, nine years ago. So it, you can hang in there. You can get a really great relationship, but you have to meet them where they are, the same as we meet with people. You're going to find a very outgoing person like me, or you're going to find a very shy person, or you're going to find a reserved person or a very diligent person. Our cats are no different. 
Our cats are no different or your dogs or your guinea pigs. And I really encourage people to meet their pets where they're at. Don't try to make them into something that you think they should be. You can get a dog and say, oh, this is going to be a great working dog or a great C9 dog, or it's going to be a great fetch dog, or we're going to run hurdles and we're going to compete. And then they don't. They still have the right to go, yeah, I don't really want to do that. So I highly suggest you get to know your animals the way I hope you do people and let them have that choice because when everybody gets free will and there's guidelines, I'm not saying you, you, you have children and then go, Hey, let's just do it your way. No, you got to clean up your room. You got to take a shower once in a while. You got to, you got to participate in the family and you can do that with animals also. What I encourage everybody to do is do it with compassion, do it with love, do it with understanding. And when there's difficulties, that's when you get a hold of, for medical reasons, you go to the vet. For training reasons, you go to myself or in, uh, other trainers. And you figure out what you're talking about. So, for example, are you dealing with a herding breed with a dog? If you're going to deal with a sh shelter, um, a shepherd, or a Sheltie, or that, this is not a poodle. That is a totally different dog and how they were put together. And that's what I really, really get into. What we're gonna talk about today is coexisting, not just with your pets, but with wildlife. This is a huge, huge topic for me because I worked in a wildlife sanctuary. And really sadly, some of those animals Many of the animals, I'm not being quite fair, were there because somebody thought they'd make a great pet. We had retired movie stars because we were so close to Los Angeles and the Hollywood area. And I don't know about you, but after a lion doesn't want to roar before a movie, if you've got some jam movies and have the one that roars in front of them, if, if he doesn't want to do it, I don't know a trick to make a lion <laughs> behave. <laughs> yeah, ring a bell, have a piece of steak. But, you know, can you imagine in the 40s, 50s, 60s, what, whatever time before we really understood animals are sentient and have feelings and feel pain, then you're going to see a lot of abuse. You're going to see a lot of that. Uh, the wildlife sanctuary I was fortunate enough to work in as a teenager Again, my mom knew a lot of really great people. So I was able to work in a sanctuary at 11. And um, I was really tall already. So everybody just assumed I was older. And we had animals that were highly abused. And it's terrifying to see a bobcat or a mountain lion or a tiger move to the back of the cage and just shiver with fear and it's it's absolutely heartbreaking so why am i so passionate about coexisting because i think people just don't understand that if you want to eat anything and dr jacqueline you can finish this statement now if you want to eat anything what do you have to love it's this big and it goes it's a bee, a honey bee. bee. 
Everything starts with that little honeybee. It, the pollination, the flowers don't grow if they're not cross-pollinated and the little pollen sticks to their little butt and they go and go to another one and go to another one. And that's it. Yeah, it just goes. And so many people are terrified of honeybees or wasps or they put them all together. Oh, I'm sorry. I understand. But if a, a bee bites you, technically it's a sting, they die. It's not a first go-to. It's not a first go-to. No, so, wait. Wait, you reminded me of a story I didn't get to tell you. It was after our show, I think last week or the week before, I forget. And all of a sudden I looked up on the window and I heard and I saw those hanging things. I don't know what <laughs> where are they? The hanging things for the antennas. Yeah, for an I don't know if it's a hornet. I actually did look it up. It was a yellow jacket. Oh okay. so I yelled downstairs, mother. You have to come and help me. And I kid you not, I literally wrapped myself in the green screen and stood there because I made a vow not to do anything, right? I couldn't right. kill it. So right. it comes by and my mom has this broom. I'm like, mom, what are you doing? You can't do it. She's like, well, I'll swoosh it downstairs and then swoosh it out the door. So I'll tell you what, she did some swooshing and she got it out the door. <laughs> but I was still hiding and did nothing. <laughs> And and that's what I'm hoping to laugh with you, to encourage you, because the worst thing is to go up to somebody and say, oh, that's just ridiculous, that behavior. Well, you're not going to get any education that way. You're not going to get anybody who says, oh, well, I, I want to change the way I am. No, everybody makes fun of me. I'm not going to ever say it again. And you're strong enough to say, no, no, I'm afraid of that. I, I, I know I need help, but you're working on that. You're honoring the fact that that bee has a right to be there. And are you thinking they, nobody's thinking, I, I, I can't wait to get into a house. I want to live in a house. And you're like, no bees thinking that. None of them, wasps, none of them. You don't have I enough thinking, How did he possibly get in here? Does he have friends? Well, and, she, and it could be a, a split second of the door opens and they get sucked in with the, with the way we walk. You bring in that wind if you want to call it, in the moment moment of, of us, our emotions, and you can get caught up in that. And, you know, I, I, I'm sure we've all brought in bees or something and go, oh, how, how did you get here? <laughs> I, I don't ask anymore. I keep um, old pieces of paper, all that kind of stuff. And I just squish it underneath. And you, you can try this, Dr. Jacqueline, if you're ever by yourself and you can't do it, you, you just take a regular piece of paper and you just gently, you know, fold it and you just squish it underneath and cover it and off you go and then dump them outside. And it keeps you safe and at a distance. It also keeps them safe because for these little, little bugs, God forbid you've got a, a ladybug or honeybee or any of that kind of stuff, you're going to break a leg on them or we're going to damage a wing or something like that when we're trying to scoop them up. So I always recommend you go with something that isn't your hands, that isn't, that also makes you feel safe. So does that make sense? You just, you just get, I mean, an old napkin and just scoop them up and then you're safe. But here's the thing. If you're sitting there and it's flying around, it's not like slowing down going, hi, would you like to catch me and take me outside? <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. Right? It looks yeah. angry. It looks like it's annoyed. It doesn't look like. Well, because it doesn't want to be in your house. Right. 
But I don't want to get I don't want to get stung at the same time. That's why I was hiding. Right. And and that's why you can go to a, a dish towel and you can go, you know, to at least get them somewhere else and just drop it over them and then get somebody to help. Or you can wrap the dish towel around them, not close it, you know, just cover them and then take them outside. Every, whatever. Well, you think it's going to be helps. really mad in that dish towel? <laughs> no, because you blinded them. So once it's the same with carnivores, um, uh, dogs will do this. Cats will, hmm, cats won't tolerate it. Dogs will get not all, nothing I say is all and everybody. That's, that's not a thing. If you blind a horse, this is a, a technique that very, very, very many trainers and um, vets use. A horse will stand still. Most of the time, they will just stand there because they're not sure where they are, what, if they're standing near a hole, and what's going on. So that's why when you see racehorses, they have blinders so that they don't see the other horses. They can hear them, but they don't see them. So there's not an aggression issue, and they're not taking that out. They're going this way. They're going the front way. You see blinders on um, the carriage horses. That, that's what I meant, not, not racehorses. Anyway, they put them so they only see forward so that they they get to the point where they get used to the sound of cars. Only see forward. And they only so see that they Does that make the sense? They get used to the sound of cars. Yes, I hear some noise in the background. Do you? <laughs> yeah, for some reason, the audio picked up on another tab. And I was like, I don't need to hear myself say that again. <laughs> I was like, wow, I think I'm hearing it's like, you. what the heck is that? I love technology. Sometimes it's just too great. I love Luckily, it. I, I, I muted it. I was like, I okay. don't need to hear my echo. <laughs> but you, it, it's about understanding what you're doing. That's all I've asked everybody to do is if you're afraid of dogs, that's okay. I grew up with a sister that was terrified of dogs. Later in life, her family, her children wanted a dog and she really worked on it to get that but she had been bitten in the face i understand and so it was it, it's a very big traumatic thing to go through for me i'm a totally different person i've actually been chomped on by a, a snake it wasn't poisonous but <laughs> i would i i think i've explained this i was showing this garter snake to some children at a camp one of the kids had found it and i wanted to make sure we let it go. But I also want, even when I was that young, because I couldn't have been more than 14 at the time. And I wanted those kids to walk away appreciating the snake. Now, this was a non-venomous. So I'm showing them, here's this. and Look at this. Isn't this great? I'm so excited. And they're like, oh, but the kids kept getting more kids, more kids, more kids. And then they and the, the snake finally got really, really nervous with all these carnivores there and bit me. And everybody freaked out. And I'm like, oh, 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 calm down. I'm fine. And I needed that energy to come down because the snake's just going to keep biting me because of now everybody's making it seem like there's a crisis going on. Um, I got the day off from work. I was totally fine. There was nothing wrong. A couple of punctures in my hand um, because they didn't get the bone. So, um, again, I've been bitten by a few dogs by that time in my life. And I'm, I feel very fortunate to have the mental acuity to just 
when I have an emergency. I'm also a trained first responder. So this came in really, really great is to be calm during a crisis, whatever that is. If that's your kid rolling on the floor or your dog or your cat throwing a fit, the worst thing you can do is get involved energetically. If they're angry and you get angry, I don't know, have you ever had an argument with another adult and you're both angry? I don't think that works very well. Somebody's got to calm down. Yeah, it does. It's like fire. You just go back and forth and it keeps. Exactly. I love the fire because we're putting wood on. Now we're putting alcohol and gasoline. And and then you wonder why the relationship can't heal because it just got out of hand. And now you both need therapy and to talk it over. Animals do the same. They can feel how you feel. If you're sweating inside, even if your body doesn't have, isn't covered with sweat, they know, they know. So they're looking around like, okay, who do I kill? Who do I protect? Especially if you're dealing with your pack animals and your dogs, they're going to take that nervousness and understand, oh, wait a minute, mom's, mom, dad's upset. How do I, how do I protect them? How do they, I go there? I was waiting for the answers. That- <laughs> And, and, and that's, and that's the thing. Each situation is going to be a little bit different, but the key part is stay calm, do the best you can. And, and this is a practice. Nobody sat before maybe Beethoven, but nobody sat before a piano and said, I got this. And I know where the keys are and I know what they sound like. And I know what would sound great together. That's, that's not, that's not necessarily something that, that you can do but you can learn it and you can re-expose yourself and you can read about it and you can coexist. What I love is I know this lady and she was very, very frightened of spiders and she lives like, you know, in Florida and places like that. And now she walks them out of the house and she told her mother to also no, no more killing spiders. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I guess I do. (laughs) She's on the screen with me. And, and that, makes my life worthwhile for any win, any win, because I didn't create the world. I didn't create all these crazy animals. And some of them you're like, what (laughs) and why? Um, But that's not up to me. So I trust that there is a a place, even for mosquitoes. Yeah, you know know We had a show this week on Tuesday, the Mallorca Connection, and we had a a wonderful woman from Spain and her company is Gravity Wave. And anyway, she focuses on her company on plastic free oceans. And apparently there's something called ghost nets and these commercial fishermen have these nets from the back of their fishing boats and they go on and on. I forget for how long. And sometimes they get caught on the rocks and they get cut off and then they just float by themselves. And the fish and all the wildlife or sea life are caught underneath there. And then when the other prey come to prey on those others, then they're caught under there. And we were talking about how our own behavior, you know, we talk about coexistence, um, just the way that we are with our oceans and all the pollution and it's just crazy and we're the ones who have done it yeah and and i and that's the problem is 
we're not owning the issue of the creation has been our own. We took science, we took nature, and we moved it into making um, alcohol, rubbing alcohol or otherwise. We uh, turpentine, paint. Um, there's just a million chemicals we have created that are not nature friendly and they're not going to biodegrade. Just think, uh, we have sadly had people who actually have painted their animals. And I'm not talking about a sheep who had a number sprayed on the top of their fur. I'm talking about down on the skin and, and it's just cruel. They'll do it with mascots or they'll steal the, I don't know if you remember this in the sixties and seventies, you hear about people would steal the mascot. Like it was a goat from the school that they had a rival with. And then they paint them and said about, those animals died horrible deaths because their skin couldn't breathe. So we have a lot of responsibility here for what is going on. And it's not pointing fingers. All I want to share with everybody is do your part. If you see a gum wrapper on the floor and you go, well, I didn't drop it there. And you just keep walking by, then you become part of the problem. Maybe I walked ahead of you a half hour before and I had no idea that the gum wrapper I thought I put in my pocket missed the pocket and is on the ground. But I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't go out to litter. So wash your hands when you get home. They were like, well, I don't know where that wrapper's been. Well, take baby wipes with you or sanitary wipes or they even have it in a gel that you can wipe it with or just don't touch anything until you wash your hand. There is a possibility and I get asked all the time I'll go by and pick up a cup I see in the bushes and my family's and people I'm like what are you doing and I said if if I don't pick it up who is I'm not waiting around for it's somebody else's problem it's somebody else that who's somebody else did that do I know somebody else well nobody seems to know who somebody else is but there's an awful lot of somebody else's out there. I love that you just shared this because that's exactly what it's about. It's about, no, I own it. You own it. Instead of like, oh, she'll get it. He'll get it. Somebody else there will get go. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, somebody will do it. Well, I'm sorry. Who? Who's somebody? Right. <laughs> I don't remember meeting somebody. Hello, somebody. Can you please come forward? Somebody. I think there's a song about that. Somebody knows the people I've Right? It's just, it's just um, tragic to say, I'm going to, um, let me use the fishing industry as just an example. You've got hundreds and hundreds of people out there catching fish and doing all of that. And they've got their nets and they break and then they just abandon them. And they don't have a diver that'll go down and get the nets or for whatever, dot, dot, dot. Whose responsibility is it that those nets, which are obviously not biodegradable because you want to keep them for a while, then how many lives do you think just get got will get lost because you dropped your net into an ocean that can't, that can't process the chemicals in that product. Just think about it. Who, who's supposed to do that? I don't know. 
if if it's not you and I. I do have some good news on that end, which is that um, one of our team members, who's one of our expert correspondents over in Scotland, he's also the head of the, he's the chairman of the fisheries, and mm -hmm. they're working with the local fishermen to go and retrieve those nets yep. and the fishing gear. It's really my understanding is the commercial fishermen that are just leaving. But again, I don't, I'm just going third party information. Yeah. And, and, and it is, and we're not trying to, again, I agree with you completely. We're not trying to point fingers at any one person, but it is people. I literally have preached this for years and years and years. And I remember, I don't know when recent past uh, could have been seven years ago, six days ago or whatever. I remember dropping a wrapper and I was looking through every one of my pockets, like we were walking to a shopping center or something like that. I couldn't find that wrapper anywhere. And I was like, oh my God, I dropped it on the ground. It must've fallen out of my pocket when I put it in there. And then I reached into my pocket for something else and I couldn't find that wrapper. And I just literally have to be kind to my own self because I, I do a lot of, oh man, you know better to put it in a place where you're going to put your hand in there and, and it's going to probably get lost. So I have with small wrappers, I'm not a gum chewer or anything, but I have taken, you know, cough lozenges or, or anything like that. I make sure I put them in the change purse, change pocket of my purse. Cause what's in my change pocket change is little small stuff. So it's not going to go anywhere until I throw it away, but it's also confined to a very small space that I don't typically drop on the ground. It's really simple. Our pockets are a little bit rogue in that way. And, and if you're wearing jeans, they have the little um, change pockets still in a lot of jeans. How many of us recheck those? So that's why I got away from making that recommendation. And if you, especially with women, if you have a purse with a change pouch that's separate from your money, the dollar bills, just put it in there. And guess what? Once a week, once a whatever, just throw it away when you get home. It yeah. Can be that so, so simple. I love these tips. By the way, um, we've got about 10 more minutes. I'd love for you to share some more animal tips that people can actually start to really think about and and embrace into their lives. So what do you have for us? Absolutely. Well, right now I want to, I want to share obviously with my own, with my own struggles. So we have, um, as I've told everybody, we have three cats and our last one is Emma. And she uh, was a, uh, uh, adoption that failed with the family that adopted her and they were friends of ours. So we took her on and she has been a perfect, perfect fit. So, uh, she has been with us, I don't know, gosh, I, almost a year now, maybe. And uh, so she's acting up <laughs> because she gets bored. She's she's very smart. And it's the smart ones. It's the same with people. It's the smart ones you got to watch out for because they need more stimulation. They need more challenges. My, our two other cats are much older. They're five years older than she is. And they're just happy to sleep, 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 sleep. And Jackson, of course, is completely devoted to my daughter and will follow her literally anywhere. If she gets up and moves or and, and, and works from home, he, he is totally cooked. But Emma needs stimulation. She needs to be tired mentally. So right now, for the first time, I am I am training her to go out on a stroller. I've never been a big advocate of that, but I never had this cat. 
it's very scary for her. So I have to take it really, really, really slow and go around the neighborhood when the neighborhood's quiet and there's not a blow wind. Like right now down the street, I can hear somebody's blowing leaves. So you need to remember to give your pets a chance, especially because I'm a huge advocate about keeping them in the house to meet them on the ground they are. Now, Emma has started. <laughs> so everybody understands you've got the base of a couch, right? Love seat couch. I'm going to go with the couch. So we have a six foot couch and she's decided to let me let me grab this little thing. She's decided this, this is her kitty. She's decided to lay on the side and her claws and go clump, 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 clump. Clump, 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 on her on her side. So it's hilarious to watch, but it's ruining my expensive couch, much less the fabric. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So we we went and told her no. We have moved her away from it, but the couch is available when we aren't necessarily in the room with her. So I've talked about this before. I use box tape. So I've got about three, four inch box tape taped down the side. She hasn't touched it since. And the reason is because she can't get her claws in very well. It doesn't have the same tactile joy that crawling on, on the couch with her nails and it protects the fabric. We take the tape off eventually when she, and she hasn't touched the couch since she tried once and went, Oh, I don't like that. Animals, but cat specific. I'm going to be very specific to this are very tactile. They won't walk on gravel they don't like. They are not going to walk on a floor that they don't trust. It's all about trusting the surface. So I've done this on the back of our Lazy Boy rocker. I've taped big sections where the cats want to go up and claw, and it stopped her from running. It can be that simple. Most of us have box tape. If not, you know what I'm going to say. Go to the dollar store. Grab some box tape. What you want to do is you want to make it uncomfortable but not dangerous the tape does not stick to her nails nor does the glue so she is not in any danger of ingesting it or chewing on it she's not she's not chewing on the couch she wants to just run up and down while she's laying on her side and have a lot of fun so we have reinvested in getting her into other healthy things taking receipts I have talked about this a hundred times. You just take thermal receipts, anything that you get a receipt from any place you go. The ones at Costco are fabulous because they're usually really long and you just crinkle them all up. And our cats come running when they hear us crinkle it. And then it, it, it's just everywhere. It's like the free ball, especially on tiled floor and hardwood floor. They could skitter it all over the place. This gets their mind and their body moving, which equals less destruction in your home. There it is. It's like a flow chart. If this I'm trying to make it cheap, fast, and easy, because guess what? You'll do it. If I make it really this easy, I'm hoping that you'll be more apt to do it than if I say, okay, I want you to buy this fabulous new product. It's $900 an ounce or, and it might be great. I'm not, I'm not, downplaying any of this stuff for me personally i'd rather you do something than worry about that you made that i made money sponsoring some product that's right. okay that's okay and that's why 
this platform works so well for me because I can go up to people all day long and say, you know what? I did a talk on that. Or I know somebody did a talk on U.S. Global TV. You know how easy U.S. Global TV is to look up? <laughs> you don't have to figure out how to spell it. You don't have to, you know, worry about the dot com, dot org, dot whatever. It is a great platform. And, and, I, and I'm not trying to butter you up and get a discount on, I don't know, something. <laughs> I want just people to realize that this is why I do this with you. Because you're doing heart work. But it also, it's a platform for so many of us to share for free. That you just go to YouTube and say, it's right there. Almost any topic you want to talk about or listen to or learn about. I can't tell you how many times I've reposted something to a new client and said, you know what? I talked about that on this show and it makes a, a difference for people because I'm talking to them about what they're actually going through. That's yeah, exactly. why I love Exactly. Thank you. And I just want to share something that happened as of yesterday. YouTube mm. is now using something called handles. So instead of having to give people that link HTT colon, now it's just the at sign at USA Global TV. That's it. At USA Global TV. How do they so find the actual show, though? I mean, the each individual ones, because well, we're different from your that others. channel. They'll go uh -huh. to the channel USA Global TV and then they go to the playlist. Oh, very cool. That's but nice. You don't have to have that link. It used to be the yeah, that, that whole long link. So right, now. right. So, and, and we can do the link too, right? Because I've been oh. giving those out still. Okay. Yeah, the link is so good too. This is just a shorter thing. Like if you were going to go to Facebook, you don't need the whole Facebook link. You would just go to at USA Global TV or at Bridging Worlds. You don't need that whole link, Facebook slash blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You could have the link. Yeah, it'll work either way. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I love I love the technology when it in, in, yeah it really listens to us and says this is how we're actually using this platform or this is how we're using that. Um, you know, pandemics are not fun <laughs> for anybody, but you know what? It forces us to look outside the boxes that we think we can only do this this way. We can only do business this way. The world has completely changed. In how they do business now, because now <laughs> people who own really big buildings are a little bit hurting because a lot of people don't want to come back to right. having to do that. We've got parents who are now spending time with their children and they're still getting their work done. Yeah, it's true. So, I know it's, it's an interesting world. It really is. It is. It is. Um, I just put up the handle for anyone who's interested. You can find us on YouTube with our handle, USA Global TV. And then I'll also put, um, you can find us with our link. With this link, you'll see when I put the link up how much easier it is just to have. Yeah, just a teeny tiny little thing. And that's so easy because it's your name everywhere. So that's great. Did yeah. they just start this? I You're the Yesterday. first person. Oh, yep. well. so, so here's an example. You can just use that link or mm -hmm. that handle, or you can go to this link. So right. it's the same thing. Well, and, and just uh, uh, two seconds before we run away is anytime anybody wants to know more about how to work better with your pets, all of this stuff we talk about is on 
U.S. Global TV, of course, and I also go through it in the written form on uh, Bridging Worlds Facebook page. The Facebook page is dedicated to education in a much more graphic way. So I put up pictures and examples and links. This way you get to hear me talk about it. And so whatever your mode of education or sharing or learning, I'm hoping that we've, we've covered a few ways for you to be more successful with your pets and you'll be able to love them longer because you and they will be healthier. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. I'm just going to put the link up again. It's Great. USA Global TV. So USA, USA, USA Global <laughs> TV or with our link. And here it is www.youtube.com slash C slash USA Global TV. That is All right, so simple. So simple. Thank oh you for God. another brilliant show for sharing your animal facts and getting us to think about our own behavior and being personally responsible for it. And yep. I appreciate you. So thank you again. I know we've got a whole bunch of fabulous shows coming up with new, exciting yep. topics in our new time slot right now. Yay. And what is the best way for people to reach out to you? We have the banner here. Yes. Bridging worlds.us. Again, I try to make it really simple. I'm not going to give you all the other links because they're all at that one. You want to follow me on Facebook? I give out tons and tons of free information on coexisting on animals, on how to help. If you write me a question, I will answer it. I will answer it because that's more important to me. The money will come but it's more important that we all really are there for our pets in any way we can. Bridging, B-R-I-D-G-I-N-G, worlds, W-O-R-L-D-S, dot U-S. Everything is there. Fabulous. Amina, I'm going to reach out to you and find out if you're available on Tuesday to be on the Mallorca Connection with Roland. So that's at 2 p.m. Eastern time, which is... One, twelve, 11. 11. 11 on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Luckily, every if you keep giving me Eastern to that, I just go three hours first. Yeah. <laughs> one, three two, three. Hours. Go backwards. <laughs> so my I'm mouse teachers would be so proud. <laughs> yes, I'm very proud of you. I'd love for you to join Roland and I and talk about coexisting some more. Absolutely. Yeah. Right now, I'd really like us to talk about the walrus that just lost its life. It's all over the news, and I did a big article on it, and and. I really want to explain to people why this matters, why you've got half the population livid and half of them just don't understand why it matters. Right. And, and that's why I want you to everybody to understand why, why does it matter? Yeah. Very so, important. Well, let's explore that on Tuesday if you're available. Absolutely. And fantastic. Thank you everybody for watching or listening, whether you're on the live or the replay, please have a wonderful and safe weekend. Please do reach out to Amina and please mark your calendars that we are now in this new time slot, noon Pacific standard time, 2 PM central standard time, 3 PM Eastern standard time, 8 PM British summertime. <laughs> so and we look you should be Mrs. Clock or Mrs. whatever Clark. that is. <laughs> too much. Too much. <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you again next week. You soon. And I'll see you on Tuesday. Bye.